You're listening to the Unshamed Podcast. We talk about important topics that are culturally taboo when it comes to the female body, mind, and soul. We want to break down shame that surrounds these topics so that women can be empowered in their everyday lives. Make sure to like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Well, welcome back to the Unshamed Podcast. We are sponsored by Zoe Community. Um, That's a way for women to... um, interact with others in a non-critical, non-sorry, critical environment about crisis pregnancy. And one of our big things is exploring the way shame is kind of toxic in our culture and having conversations about that. So that's the Unshamed podcast. That's what we're about. Uh, this episode is the third in a series with Heather Moore. So welcome back, Heather. And we're talking about shame in the female body specifically. And it's interesting, this episode for one bit We're going to talk at the beginning about shame and men and resources for you guys out there and things that you might um, want to take note of uh, when it comes to shame. We're also going to be talking about how to deal with shame when it's outside of your control, kind of. It's it's not outside of your control, but it's it's external. It's It's coming coming upon you, you, coming at Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about those two things. But the first thing, um, Heather... What would you recommend, just a couple of things that people, mm-hmm. that guys could do mm-hmm. um, if they're experiencing shame in their lives, and maybe how shame might be specific to men and really yeah. not to women, I mean, you know? I'm, I'm conscious we're talking about women and, and um, femininity, but of course, mm. um, and how it impacts men, um, men who come in who are being domestically abused mm-hmm. by their other mm-hmm. Uh, men who have been sexually abused as children mm-hmm. um, or even just um, th- there is this shame around sexual performance mm-hmm. you know in their relationships providing for their families so and how it impacts them and how it comes out in their lives and how the self-destruct button will be manifested so there mm-hmm. may be um, and this is god this is so general you know, you need a whole, hmm. yeah. Um, but this is a good, like, starting off point to explore more in yeah, therapy. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, um, men as well have been silenced. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't, you know, I mean, look at the, the, the gender socialization, you know, big boys don't cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't talk about my sadness. Mm-hmm. So what I there can be a tendency to withdraw, retreat from the from their other, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's going on with mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. Um, because men haven't been assisted. No one has come alongside them to mm-hmm. help regulate and help make sense of their fear, mm-hmm. uh, their terror, their humanity. It's mm-hmm. like you know, suck it up and yeah. big balls mm-hmm. and alpha male and hey, yeah. my big swinging dick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, my sexual performance mm-hmm. and what if I'm just a regular guy? What am I just yeah. a human being? Mm-hmm. Where is the safety for me? Right. Uh, and is that like, what, what, what I'm expected to be sensitive? Mm-hmm. I'm expected to be all things to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So there's a high expectation mm-hmm. uh, and there's still, there's still in Ireland, there's a still that big boys don't cry. Yeah. Don't be such a pussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that has to be dissolved. Yeah. yeah. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's happening in the next generation mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I feel that that's that men's vulnerability is very much silenced mm-hmm. in Ireland. I, I don't know what you know what it's yeah. like in America or it's kind you know of the same. It's like you know 
a funneling um, all masculinity down this one road. Yeah. Where to yeah. be a man, you have yeah. to fit into the, this exact mold. Yeah, it's definitely that male patriarchal yeah. kind of... Which, like, you know... It's great to be a guy and to be, like, uh, strong yeah. and, and fit every stereotype, you know? That's fine. But, like, mm-hmm. it's okay also to cry or yeah. to do something that's not... Um, on track for manhood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can be a confident man and still a- and be you know different or be mm-hmm. um or and and cry and express yeah. yourself and find and have a safe place mm-hmm. have people to talk to yeah you know? or you know where where do i go to talk about my my, my porn addiction yeah. uh, especially in a church situation oh my gosh yeah like uh and you know all that stuff gets yeah. It gets buried. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of guys out there suffer from a porn addiction, but they feel like they have no one to talk to because they'll be shamed about it. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yeah, and I think, again, um, a a good, safe therapist Mm -hmm. um, who is not just do your homework on that. Or even just the other who, another person in your life who you can spend Mm -hmm. time safely with who Mm -hmm. is not going to shame judge who can meet you Mm -hmm. in that place um to start breaking those Mm -hmm. taboos and stigmas down yeah you know i think that's been the theme of this yeah is like do your homework you know like don't don't pick the first person you find on google no 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 no. (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. speaking of so liberating it's so liberating when you actually yeah you know because with men this this week and for them to be met in their place, it's so regulating. It's so, mm-hmm. it's like humanity touching another. It's like mm-hmm. the human encounter. Yeah. That because Babette Rothschild, who I mentioned as a resource, mm-hmm. I might mention her. Um, mm-hmm. she's a trauma expert. Mm-hmm. You know, shame. You can't like go to the gym. You can't run shame out of your body. Mm-hmm. You can't um, do your um, what do you call it? What do you call those things? <laughs> Those, I don't know um, what those are. dips or those pull-ups. Pull-ups. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good for yeah. um, when you're I'm hy- not an, an athlete. Hyper arousal. Really good for hyper arousal. Really mm. good for uh, fight flight response. Mm-hmm. But with shame, it's that collapse, flop, retreat. Mm. So it is the gaze, that gaze, that encounter, because um, the gaze can shame. Mm and it's it's the gaze it's the voice it's um it's the body mm-hmm. the body regulation of another that mm-hmm. really um dissolves shame in our bodies mm. it's the encounter i mean just like you know when jesus met that woman mm-hmm. the bleeding woman yeah that encounter just dissolved mm-hmm. shame like, yeah it's amazing yeah yeah that, and you just feel, oh my God, normal. Yeah. I'm validated. Right. I can breathe. Yeah. Can breathe. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's true that shame does feel like a chokehold yeah. or like um, just a tightness. It, but your, your diaphragm mm-hmm. will, um, and the psoas, uh, and uh, the psoas muscle, the, the diaphragm, the intercostal muscles will tighten. Mm. So we can't like, which I've probably just been doing through the whole podcast. Mm. Cause, <laughs> no, it's like, Oh, I can breathe. Take a deep breath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why they tell you to breathe. Yeah, you know? yeah. You don't think about it. Yeah, and yeah. and excitement. Excitement is different to anxiety because mm-hmm. excitement is. Uh, Fritz Perls, the Gestalt therapist, said, uh, excitement is anxiety with the breath. 
Mm. So when you're at a football match or you're at uh, Croke Park and you're cheering for your team and you're so excited, and you're you're full of adrenaline, but you're fully alive mm-hmm. and you're fully using your lung capacity. Mm-hmm. So it's can I yeah it's that encounter with the other. It's life giving. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not life taking. I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 So get your bros. Get yeah. your good bros. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Be able to talk. I know mm-hmm. my husband uh, talks about it being almost easier for guys to talk to each other when they're yeah. doing something together. Yeah, like driving. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Or, like or doing, doing an activity yeah. or something together. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like we never want to yeah. generalize or make stereotypes, obviously, but, you know, there's a reason why um, a lot of guys, not just him, say yeah. that, that sometimes the direct eye contact is weird, but That's for streaming. guys, like, mm-hmm. Uh, doing something together mm-hmm. that's tactile is, is really good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you guys have specific things that you say, this actually makes me feel better about talking about myself, opening up, and being safe, um, put that in the comments because we're a bunch of ladies and, you know, there's a lot of things we don't know about, about guys sometimes, except mm-hmm. for Heather, who's genius. But, I'm not- yeah, but anyway. No. <laughs> um, anyways, if you have mm-hmm. other things that you want to put there, please comment let us know because we want to learn. We want to know more about what's going on. Um, and if you, if anyone out there has more questions, please pop them below and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss other things that will be coming up, other topics about shame in the future. But I think the last thing that we wanted to talk about was um, a few things that you could talk about mm-hmm. as far as what if someone's experiencing shame coming at them? It's awful. What... Mm. Yeah. Maybe some things that they could do mm-hmm. to help to help um, that not really get internalized, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Take that in. Because that could be a work situation. Yeah. Um, it could be a spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be uh, a church situation. Yeah. It could be the sermon on, you know, on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Look at your life mm-hmm. and look at the or look at the relationships mm-hmm. and make sure that you're stocked up on mm-hmm. relationships that are safe, that are supportive. This might be common. And mm-hmm. you may, it could be your boss, it could be your line manager and mm-hmm. get your supports. It could be in work, uh, it could be at home. Get your supports in place. Yeah. Get yourself resourced. Mm-hmm. Um because sometimes you'll realize, okay, I'm not the only one. There's other people going on. You know, make sure. Totally. Uh, get safety mm-hmm. somewhere in your life. Yeah, it could be a therapist, but it could be just a buddy. It could be a friendship. Yeah. It could be, um, I was going to say the over the water cooler, but no one's at yeah. work at the moment. It's like, <laughs> so it's. Yeah. Uh, or actually, this might air after you know, all this, but yeah. Yeah, because so, also the person yeah. who is shaming you externally, I mean, that's something. Shame really kind of psychopath- psychopathological shame. Mm. Uh, Phil Molan talks about this. Mm-hmm. Can be come across quite narcissistic, mm-hmm. and it's like in the, I know this term gaslighting mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. common at the minute, but it's almost I'm setting you up and um, I'm going to whittle you down, and I'm going to gonna, yeah control yeah. you and shame. But that person is is so full of shame but it's mm. totally unaware of it yeah um uh, that's pretty toxic yeah you know you need lots yeah. of support oh yeah you know? i i um mm-hmm. had such a horrible experience as a student oh my this goodness. is why i always tell yeah wow. this is why i always tell nursing and medical students um 
find a therapist the yeah. second you uh, enter yeah. your educational experience. Never because mind. Never mind the hospital never mind, situation, never which mind is all like the stuff crazy. that you can't unsee. You know, all the stuff, yeah. the human tragedy that you yeah, you're going to take on all the trauma. <laughs> Talk about vicarious trauma. Yeah, yeah. Oh, seriously. But, um, you know, when I was a student, and it's all, um, thank you, Socrates, because, you know, like, there's <laughs> so much shame involved in the Socratic method. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I had a uh, preceptor who, oh, she was a big fan of, of the Socratic method. So she would purposefully ask me questions in front of patients that she knew were just a bit too hard for me to answer. She did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I would just try my best yeah. to answer just as best I could. And she would then laugh and just say, turn, turn, turn to the patient and say, she's just a student. It's all right. You know? And so here I am actually trying to establish trust with this person. And then she went and broke it, it down. gaslighting the shit out of you. Seriously. Yeah. And I cried all the way there and all the way back so every week. Yeah, but I thought that that was a normal experience or that was okay. No. Um, It wasn't until after I told um, someone at the university, I said, do you know that this preceptor is doing this? And I just kind of woke up and realized this is probably not okay. No. She said, you're actually the second student to say that. Mm -hmm. So she was, of course, immediately like asked to not do this anymore. But um, it was actually, I had my, um, I found my people yeah. You know, you gotta my, find your tribe. My, my fellow students, yeah. I just moaned to them all the time. Good. They were so sympathetic to me. Yeah, I felt like I really was able to unpack this a lot. Um, That's it. Um, mm-hmm. With them, but officially unpack it though with my therapist years yeah. later. Years later. This is why I'm like, it still stays to, in your body. It stays in. I know. It stays in, and yeah. it actually affected my practice. Yeah. After. Yeah. I mean, second guessing all the time, which isn't bad to to be cautious, but yeah. But it's not. It's a crippling effect. It's very it's paralyzing. Crippling. It's very paralyzing. Yeah. It actually affected my studies. It affected my just, just some confidence mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. Um, so, like, I had other things that I did mm-hmm. to help with coping. Um, one of them, good. yeah, mm-hmm. like, um, I definitely uh, binged a little bit of high calorie food. Mm-hmm. I was like, that actually why? lowers cortisol yeah. in your body. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. I thought, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, why can't I fit into my jeans? I had been wearing scrubs, you yeah. know, like a hermit, you know, <laughs> just in and out of the hospital. But, um, yeah, I was like, what's wrong? And, um, yeah, and I also, uh, for the first time in my life, started listening to Christian music, which before that I just thought it was all terrible, and mm. then decided I needed some, something positive to yeah, listen to on soothing. the way there, something soothing. Mm. So I started listening to that. Um, and, yeah, just to try to figure out how to cope with that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, anyone who is in the medical, nursing, dentistry, psychotherapy, anything training where... <laughs> Someone is has the potential to call you out mm-hmm. and put you lower than mm-hmm. them. Um, in that context, find a therapist. Don't yeah. stop. Just just go right away. Spend yeah. your very first paycheck on really good therapy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, what you for do. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's my advice because I waited actually years to talk to a therapist mm-hmm. about this. It stays and in your body. It does. You know, yeah, yeah. Those shows um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, for anyone, anybody listening, um, we've been talking about um, shame and specifically in men and then talking about um, external sources of shame that uh, can come at us and maybe some ways that we can cope with that. In the future, we're going to be talking about some things that are, aren't exactly 
um, we won't might not be using the word shame exactly, mm-hmm. but we're going to be talking about things associated with our bodies that we wouldn't talk about just in casual conversation, mm-hmm. but we just want to know more about, like contraception, um, vaginal health, breast health, um, mm-hmm. other things like sexual stuff that we can just talk about in a way that is natural because we need to talk about this. Um, we need to have our questions answered mm-hmm. and we need to be honest about these kinds of things because there's no part of our bodies or no part of our lives that's untouchable, that's mm-hmm. dirty, that's um, to be, yeah, it's unclean, mm-hmm. that should mm-hmm. be put in its own little box. But we're whole people and should mm-hmm. treat ourselves as whole people who are worthy and valuable. Um, so be sure to listen to those future episodes and definitely subscribe because uh, you want to make sure that you uh, know when those when those are coming up. But thank you for talking to us today, Heather. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And um, we will chat again soon to all you guys out there on the interwebs. Talk to you later. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Unshamed Podcast. Join us next time for another topic that we hope empowers you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this with your friends.